Uh, don't you know that from coast to coast, where there's dope, there's hope, where there's dope, there's hope. Shh, wait, is it lit? Uh, don't. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Guess, Yo. guess what? Guess what, y'all? Guess what happened? Guess who's back? <laughs> guess who's Bazak? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Cats, dogs, and birds and squirrels. We are back. It is your boys, Earth Tone. And your man, The Real PZ. And we are The Herbal Tea Podcast. Damn, this is episode 13. This is episode 13. It's not going to be unlucky, though. This is going to be the most Nah, 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 nah. We lit. This is like the mid-season premiere. Like, we out here. We we, we ain't take a hiatus, but it just feels like... A shift, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot going. Y'all know it's a lot going on in There's 2020. It's a lot going on, and you know we just kind of out here with it. We we moving and shaking. We we keeping it going. We was working through the Rona for real. We still working through the Rona. It's still out there. Still you out there. I'm saying wear your mask. Don't wear get your comfortable. Mask. We kind of like three feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we good. Everybody, we clear over here. Be safe out there. You know what I'm saying? Protest safely. Yes. Peacefully. Yes. And um yeah, we just gonna we just gonna get right into the shit. How you doing, PZ? What's going on, man? Man, it's been so much going on, you know, between the alliance, between Yo. the what's going on out in the streets. The streets is on fire. They continue to be on fire, and I live mm-hmm. for all of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Shit. You know I'm a shit starter, so <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, with some I shit, with some shit popping off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not too far away. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, it's it's a lot of shit that's about to pop off right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. um, because we are getting into this music. Right. The shit has been endless. There's a plethora of music going on. We plethora. have so much to pick from, such a variety, and. Shout out to the Q Plus community because I appreciate y'all for that for real. And yes, it's not only yes, like sir. just an abundance, but it's an abundance of quality. Um, it's a lot of great music coming out. And, you know, we try to get to it much, as much of it as we can. But, yes, you know, sir. it's only but so much we could get to. Yeah. But with that being said, we just going to get to the music right now. We're going to start it up. We're going to start. With a familiar brethren. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is a homie that's based in NY City where we all are. Right. The former epicenter of the pandemic but Formal. now one of the leaders in the race as far as the you know the lowest amount of cases knock on wood let's yeah. not you know od because yeah. it's still crazy out there it's but crazy. um shout out to the kid dirty hannah man shout out to dirty yeah. hannah welcome to the herbal tea podcast welcome yeah um but yeah like as i mentioned dirty hannah he's a he's a q plus artist uh rapper from nyc right. uh harlem south Bronx, harlem in south bronx to be exact south bronx um He's the youngest of four siblings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He grew up, you know, he pretty much grew up entertaining. Like that's I feel like that's kind of that's a bit of a common theme amongst, you know, black people, especially creatives. Like we kind of grow up early. You know, when you creative and you like to entertain, you know, you, you perform for the fam. Like yeah. that's your that's your first audience. Even if you don't like to entertain, you know somebody They're gonna your make aunt, you like go ahead mama, and dance. Go go dance out go in front ahead. of the people. Gush on what you just doing yeah. the other day. Yeah. That's how we grow go up. Go sing that song that you like. Absolutely, absolutely. You so know. among among those, you know, activities that include, you know, entertaining the family and all that, he kind of progressed and, you know, he did school. 
plays. He was in a choir, um, dance troops, you know, et cetera, et cetera, all types of shit. So okay. he kind of grew up doing his thing. I'm sure he's no stranger to the stage, of course. I mean, you can see no. it when you see his performances. Um, some of his influences include Salt and Pepper, uh, Hove, Big, mm-hmm. Foxy Brown, and Lil Kim. Um, legends, legends. He was also, you know, like a lot of other Q Plus artists, um, not necessarily doing out music at first. Like, we don't all start out just, you know, doing Q Plus content and, yeah. you know, being out there and transparent with it. That's something you got to work your way up to a lot of times. Yeah. And that's something that he did. And one of his intros to the whole Q Plus scene was by way of the homie Shorty Rock. Shorty um, Rock on his single uh, "Something About Me." I think mm. that was around like uh, twenty fifteen or thirteen or something like that. Mm. Um, and speaking of another connection, he was a part of. This is a bit of a fun fact: um, a group with one of our group members, Mister B Hood, aka Billy Hood. Billy Hood. Um, but they were part of a group called Dirty Hood, Dirty which included Hood. another member by mm-hmm. uh, Splash T. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ended up disbanding before you know they could release their debut album. Right, right. Um, you know, creative differences, of course. But everybody cool now. They clicked up, and everybody's doing their thing. And shout out to Dirty Hannah, man. Um, I mean, you're familiar with Dirty Hannah. I am familiar with Dirty Hannah. You know, fun fact. Uh-oh. I was trying to actually get some dirt from Hood to see if he would um, <laughs> come through. You was trying to get some dirt on I Dirty? Was, I was trying to get a I little see, bit I of dirt you, on. Do you see what I did I see there? what you did there. But, you know, Hood... You know, Hood always got something to say, but yeah. then when you ask him real questions, then he want the whole one be solid. Ah, look at him. So, you wow, know what I'm saying? he corny. I know. He Boo. is corny. That's all good, though. That's nah, all, it's all good. love. It's nah, all we ain't love, into man. that anyway. Yeah, we don't do it's that. about the music. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get into this single he just dropped right, let's called I Need. I Need. Featuring another homie, my girl, Goldie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Goldie Doll is featured on this joint. Um, He put it out in June, June 5th. Um, Three minutes, 51 seconds. Mm-hmm. This is his latest single. He actually put out another single, uh, Wrangler. Wrangler. Was um, so he's been that. on a bit of a streak. I don't know if he's gearing up to drop a full-length project. Or he is gearing up to he drop is. a full-length okay. It's called okay. Gemini. Okay. Sounds about, yeah. makes sense, yeah. makes sense. Um, I'm gonna just get right into it, man. Trust. I fuck with this joint. You fuck with this song. I, I fuck with this <laughs> song, man. I like this shit. I gave it. I gave it a 58 percent mid. Okay. And oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you why. Why? Break it down. The production. The production. I mean, when it comes on, it's like Noya, Juvie, Hot Boys. Drop it like it's hot. Like, come on. That shit, come on like that. Yeah, that's, With them claps. Like, that's, come on. That's, you already know. That's like, chopper style. That's basically chop, chopper that style. That is drums. chopper that's style. Chopper style. Oh, shit. Yo, I mean, that's kind of undeniable. You already mm. know what that's setting. Yeah. And really, all you need with that is a hard hook that's catchy. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't got a catchy hook with that kind of, like, bop that just make you want to move and shit, then you ain't really doing nothing. You ain't you ain't doing the right thing with that. And he came through on the motherfucking hook. You talk through. about a hook. I need two dicks. I need two dicks. <laughs> you know what's interesting is the promotion that he's been doing for Oh my it on god, Instagram. yo, the promotion is yeah. fam. I don't know how these so posts lit. aren't getting pulled. I don't 
understand where is he getting this shit from? <laughs> it seemed like it's tailor made for the fucking song. It looked like it. That shit I is crazy. Know. What kind of parties is oh he going to? Because them that, girls. That shit is not, and it's right on brand too. It's but the is. hook is catchy. It's raunchy. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I need two dicks. I need two dicks. And this is a grown man saying this. It's a grown man. It's like, come grown on. Like man. I don't remember hearing nobody say no shit like this. I mean, you got raunchy shit, two live crew and yeah, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But this is a Q plus artist. This is a gay black male. Telling you, I know what I need. I know what she need. I know what we need. Hey, (laughs) you kind of right. Well, I mean, he definitely isn't the first person to talk about dick on the mic, but the way he did it. Thank you. you. Two. I need. I need two. It's not even like that's a that's a prerequisite. Yeah, exactly. Nah, we not even getting it cracking if it it ain't two. If it's not two, you know what I'm saying. I need one in my ass, preferably more. But like, we starting with two. Like, come on, that's what you need. Yeah, like that's like like. That's like that's like light. That's light. Oh, so this that's is light. light. Wow. So wow. Uh, so you like into monogamy? You kind of late. <laughs> wow. You know that's what I'm saying? crazy. Because out here, that's crazy. We polyamorous as fuck, bitch. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. But I mean, you know, he took it there, and I gave he him, did. I gave him all the kudos for that. The beat, the, the production is dope. He came through. He did what he's supposed to do on the hook. I mean, the verses. He kind of, you know. He rapping. It ain't mm-hmm. blow me away. I didn't really catch no crazy lines. He definitely could have did some more wordplay with the, you know what I'm saying? He could have did some schemes. Like, he could have went off with the whole, the eggplant and all that. Like, everything. Like, he could have did a lot of he shit. I think I thought he kind of played it a little safe on the verses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Goldie Doll, I mean, that was a great feature. I mean, she's like... She's like... That's, come on. Like, that's a no-brainer that's a right there. slam dunk right there. Um, but she... I mean, she did her thing on it too, but it was more her charm and just her personality. Like yeah. she didn't really blow me away with the the, the lyrics either. Like just I thought she could have just kind of did it, but she came and she showed up and she did what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought Dirty could have kind of really went in more because he only really so he did two verses. Mm-hmm. It's, he start off with a verse and then Goldie comes in and then the last verse is uh, more of like a chant. He doing a you know getting a p- crowd hype. Doing right. the repetitive phrases and all of that, which is dope. So for that for one verse, I need you to go off. Like I need that verse to be like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I thought he had a lot of opportunity to play with like the whole concept of the song. Um, and you know, it, it fell short a little bit, but it doesn't really hurt a song like this because this is more like an upbeat, just get you moving type get song moving. anyway. All you really want to hear is the hook mm-hmm, anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like I didn't really kind of penalize him too much for that. But at the end of the day, that's kind of why he didn't get like a loud as opposed to, you know, a high mid. But I mean, I enjoyed this shit. It was, listen, man, it's, it's, it's definitely has replay value. And I know that's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's not easy yeah. to get in a song, a song that you kind of, you want to hear. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I be just wanting to hear that hook sometimes. Like, I need to. You know what I'm saying? Get some catchy shit you hear in your head. So that's dope. So kudos to him. Shout out to Dirty Hand and Goldie Daw. They did that, man. So. 58% high mid 58% is my grade. high mid. What say you? So, what say you? You know, Earth Tone needs two dicks. Hey, man, listen. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man. That's his prerequisite. Listen, man. I didn't say it was mine. Hey. But you know. Hey. How I go. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So, I pretty much, pretty much same kind of things uh, that you said. Okay, okay. I do believe he could have went harder. I personally think Goldie outwrapped him. Mm-hmm. She came through with the Chun Li lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust. 
I, I love, love this bitch. I love her. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Uh, and then she edited it with um she ended it with what how she ended her it. Her closing line was hard. Right. She nigga fall in love, but it's cat. Yeah, she I was like, No, she body. No, she she stole the show. I mean, did. that's why I'm like, she showed up and she did what she was she supposed to do. She did what she was supposed to do. Yeah. That's what you that's what you do on a record like that. I feel I like gave, naughty. I gave it a forty nine percent. Oh, okay, okay. And um okay. basically the the same things you were saying, you know, I personally, the Chopper style beat, you can't go wrong. That's what I'm with saying. That's an alley-oop, It's B. a fucking Louisiana Southern classic. It's an alley-oop. It, like, it gets the party started. Layups. Anytime you play that shit. You could play that shit here in the right place and niggas will get down to that shit. Absolutely. But, you know, just personally speaking, I kind of we hear this we hear this being done a yeah lot. i mean you know so that's yeah, kind of really what yeah. it is but it doesn't take away from the fact that it's like it serves its purpose it's, it's a party starter. it's fun as fuck it's a fun song it's fun as fuck so shout out to dirty work twerk rap it hey, works i need two <laughs> i need two d god damn nigga all right what you doing like all right who we got up next, man? Okay. This is a, ooh, ooh, it, all right, I'll, I'll let you tell it. This is yours. Go ahead. Bring this one in. Here we go. All right. So the next artist bringing to the stage mm-hmm. is Tiana Taylor. Now, here's the thing about Tiana Taylor and why we are, you know, reviewing her now is because there was an article out there mm-hmm. in Forbes that was talking about one of the singles from the album mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. She did a song called Morning, okay. which we reviewed on the show. On Yes, in, her and Kaylani. We reviewed this in our second episode and in January. And she was an ally. And Tiana was an ally yeah. then collaborating with a Q plus artist. Exactly. So that's where we gave her. But when I saw the Forbes article, I was like, why do they refer to both of them as queer? Mm. And I'm looking to find out if she actually said it. You know, um, uh, she said it officially but you know at the same time she has a really really close affinity with the q plus culture she Mm -hmm. grew up around ballroom you know she kind of is she speaks up she's like very very hardcore about the ballroom she included that in the wtp video work that pussy video that was on her last album yes yes ktse which that came that video came out after we reviewed um, her single with Kalani. So, and then that, you know, kind of just basically showed her in her element. It was a really, really well done video. But that is the kind of thing that we, it's, she's so adjacent to the culture. We kind of feel like she's part of it. And, you know, to tell you the truth, I don't think she would be offended by being named queer. I, I don't think so either. I, so I think, you know, I think we're okay with just, you know, letting this one. <laughs> ride yeah. and kind of giving her her flowers and her representing as a Q plus artist is not yeah, a bad yeah. thing. And we gonna give her her flowers until she tell us what she don't until want Until she don't want them no more. Cause she clearly straddling the fence She really it. is. So, you so know, we gonna give it to her. She either I mean? ally or Q plus, but as of right now, of July course. 2020, she's Q plus. She's Q plus. So we're gonna keep, we're gonna make her Q We claiming her, we claiming her. We are claiming her. So she, of course, is another Harlem that uh Harlem born Harlem and raised in the motherfucking I didn't even rapper. realize that until just now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Harlem in the building and I'm, then we just interviewed 
we just interviewed Mr. JFK, James Keith from Harlem. Who, who represent Come on, Harlem yo, is, what, in this district. Is the, is the world trying to tell us something? I mean, Harlem is kind of always where it's been. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. You know, I just feel. Shout out to Harlem, man. Shout out to Harlem. They doing their thing. Um, but we definitely gave you a more detailed synopsis of where she, uh, where she come from yeah. in the second episode. So you can definitely check Go that out. Go check that out. out. Absolutely. I'll just say, you know, she... Uh, countless times has referenced ballroom culture and like I said she did the WTP video which kind of celebrated all of that and she has a cosmetic line with MAC makeup coming uh, coming actually this month we're shooting this a little bit before July but this is coming out for July and uh, that's when her line her cosmetic line is coming out Okay. And she stated she did it because Mac was the first company she witnessed celebrating people of color and the mm. Q plus community. Dope. So Dope. That's, this, these are the type of things, you know, that, that we're kind of going by. And we're reviewing her album, The, the Album. album. <laughs> this, I love is, that, man. this is, I think, her third or fourth. She has three other projects. I think it's her third, yeah. Um, but I'm not sure which one of those is EPs. Uh, but I know KTSC was definitely an album. That was an album. And the misunderstanding <clears throat> of Tiana Taylor, her first joint in 2012, is an album. But and I don't know, know she got one that's named like a Roman numeral. Yeah, or like so I'm not or... sure if that's an EP or whatever. Yeah. But this is her fourth project. We'll just say that okay. it came out on Juneteenth. <laughs> Come on, man, talk about some shit, on man. On Juneteenth. Wow. That's kind of June nineteenth, twenty twenty. She surprise dropped. Well, she didn't surprise, but she kind of had a little she bit. She just dropped that. Shit. She just dropped this. Like everybody knew she was coming, but like she just was like, she right. did not announce no date, not really to too much press. Mm -hmm. And so here's this album coming out on Juneteenth. She looking like Grace Jones on the cover. <laughs> Yo, she's giving the entire life of you. Listen, Tiana, Tiana. This Tiana, track, Tiana, this this Tiana. album. Well, listen, it was interesting because, all right, so I saw the album posted, but did you see this as well? It was kind of broken up into, like, EPs as well. Yes, she did mention that. She, like, because I saw, because on, all right, so when you go to it and stream it, the album is there. Right. But then, I mean, it's 23 songs. 23, hour 17 minutes. Hour 17 it's minutes. It's a long song. But then she kind of broke it up into... Little mini segments, little EPs like four to five track EPs, mm -hmm. and they're each named like Studio A, but she spells out album. So it's Studio A, B, L, U, and M, and it's five EPs. I thought that was super slick. I was like, oh, I don't know if you could listen to them separately, but she, I just saw it was like a post. It was kind of like a playlist, and it showed like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was like yeah. Studio A, Studio B, Studio L. So I don't know what's the meaning behind that. I don't know how she, but I thought it was fly. That shit was just hard. Uh, it, along with the cover, the image right. of the cover, she got the, she bodied that shit. Listen, shout she, out to her. She she bodied this and this album. Yes, it is indeed a longer. Um, album, twenty three tracks. It's like a nineteen ninety six, ninety seven. That's that's the whole and that's the whole vibe of the album is the fact that she is kind of paying homage to her the R and B that she grew up with. Mm -hmm. So I don't, you know, I won't even I won't even falter or you know, I say I see where you're going with it because yeah. I would listen to R and B albums. And they would be full length albums, lengthy albums, eighteen yeah. tracks, yeah. And you know all the songs, 
they weren't like two minutes like now. Some of them went into five, six minutes. Yeah. So you got a healthy dose of what you're going on. Absolutely. And that's exactly what she gave. And here. apparently, Keep That Same Energy was supposed to be a longer album. And you know, that was a short ass album. She it was, was kind of tight about that. So she probably was like, listen, I got all this shit to get yeah. on. Y'all going to hold all of this. Yeah. Hold yeah. all three, 23 of this. This was her. This is kind of her managing. I saw the interview with Angie. She said she was the one that's really hands on with every beat, every little thing that you could think of with composing the album. Yeah. She had her hand in it. So it was definitely all her. And I'm so glad that she had full support by good music and of you course. know the distributing label because that's always a a, um, a pain in the a ass. A pain in the yeah. ass is kind of a struggle for And it's always a thing. Artists. Yeah. Yeah. So artists complain about that yep. a lot. But she they definitely gave her I think where she was doing the thing for Kanye with the seven track for KTSE. Yeah. Well, got, everybody kind of did that. Everybody so she had fell to into do that it. Template, but she like, had to do it. But this one, she's all her. Let me get my shit off. Let's get it. And so. <laughs> she tripled that shit. She <laughs> definitely <laughs> tripled that shit. So, my rating, I'm going to just go ahead and give oh, you the rating. Oh, shit. Oh, man. What is it? Before I break down why. What is it? I gave this. An 83% oh, fire. Shit. Bring the fire trucks oh, out. Yo, we've been calling them. They, I mean, they, I know they know the address by they now. They probably You know they know, know the address. We've been calling them a lot lately. We've been calling them a lot lately. I'm not Please mad at Please come that. through. I'm not mad at that. Listen, this album is probably one of the better or best R&B, R&B albums mm. through and through mm. that I've heard in mm. a long time. And mm. I'm talking about... I'm a, I'm gonna say this. I'm a R, I'm a casual R and B listener, but I under, but I, but I do listen to it. I do invest myself in these artists, even though I don't listen to it as much as I used to. Yeah, yeah. I'm just <clears> saying <throat> for comparison, back in the day, if she's giving us that, this is probably in line with what you would get back in the day. What our era would want. What era in would 2020. Want in 2020. And really she is bodying a lot of these R and B artists that are out here right now because there's so much range. It's kind of a what was the word? It transcends mm. because she pays homage to old school R and B. She pays homage to the R and B that she grew up on. And she's definitely in the now. Mm. So I thought it was really well done. In that sense, you have several songs that recall some of the biggest uh, R&B records out there. My favorite is probably Low Key with Erica Badu. Oh. <laughs> and she, you know, gave her a little bit, right? Right? That's and wild. She gave a little bit of, she sampled Next Lifetime from I Erica Badu's next lifetime. Baduism album. And even <clears throat> in the beginning of the song where she says, I got a for you. That's a Mary reference. Ooh, That's she, a Mary reference. So she's kind of giving it to you up like that throughout the whole album. And I, I love when artists And I like it. I and it, and she gives it, she serves it justice. Yeah, That's it don't come thing. off cheesy. It doesn't come it could off, come off like a cookie grab, cutter. Like a, a, a clout chase. Yeah, a lot of people are sampling 90s <clears throat> R&B this time around. And it's a wave. Some of them, it's a it's bit of a wave. a wave. And some of them are more successful than the others. I think she's way more successful than a lot of people out there. And she's, she's no slouch. 
like as a producer or as a singer she's doing her thing she's giving you different types of subject matter records it's a through and through r&b album that you really really want to just kind of rest your head and listen to i had to listen to it on shuffle though because mm. there's some parts that kind of lag Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my my least favorite song. I'm gonna have to say my least favorite is probably the one with Big Sean. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But that's not saying that it's a bad song. It's Yo, just that's because funny compared though. compared to everything, the great, the black melaninist, the greatness that she's bringing, that's just a small slight. Mm, mm. So here we are. I mean, all right. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you though. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, okay. So that's, wait, wait. That's my shit. What did you give it? I gave it 83% mid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So you already called the fire trust. Oh, excuse my, me, fire. We, I, said, I said mid. 80% fire. Yeah, 80% right. fire, because that's fire. 83, yeah, eight, it's definitely fire. Come on. That's my fire. They already here. They already here. But we're going to have to hold them on and keep them here a little bit longer, oh. because I also gave it a fire. Oh, shit. 80%. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A fire 80%. I don't know what you want me to do, but they here anyway. We might they as well keep here. them around. Keep them you around. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Come I mean, on, pretty fire. much you already you already got it cracking. Everything you said from the from the imaging, the album art, the artwork, the breaking it up into the EPs, mm-hmm. the complex simplicity with just calling it the album. The like, album. fuck it here. <laughs> the album, this nigga. This is the real one you're like, supposed to get. Fuck the other This bullshit. is the album. Like... <laughs> Nah, that was cute, but like yeah, this is the album. This is it. This is the shit you need to do. You get. know what I'm saying? 23 songs. She gave you an hour and she 20 really minutes mm-hmm. of just music, just R&B. I mean, come on. You can't. I mean, listen, Chris Brown gave us what? 50 tracks on he an album. Did. So and he kind of pushed the brain. This is like halfway through that. Back in the 90s, the mid 90s around that era, um, the that was the standard. That like was the 20 standard. Tra- you had 21, 20 tracks on your shit. You got, 18 was like. You, a, a short album. You got eighty minutes to fill up, and you and a lot of people filled them eighty because that's they what wasn't you fit playing? on the CD. You get eighty minutes, so but a then lot they of real, but then niggas realized you was only getting paid for the first ten songs, and and that changed the whole. That thing. changed the kind of whole. <laughs> the thing. business went yeah. awry a little yeah. bit, and then MP3s came out, and it was like, all right, nah, we singles yeah, out here, like singles. what? Yeah, but no, yeah, but the record she, industry fucked yeah, that up. Yeah, yeah, but she <laughs> she gave she gave you a healthy, but that's why when you know artists. When they do this, they really care about the music, and they she probably got like hundreds of songs in her bag that she could just, you know, what I'm saying, like this is some artsy shit. Yeah, but absolutely. it's not just a whole bunch of filler. Like these joints, even the bad songs that I don't like are still are well produced. You wouldn't give them like she don't have no, like at the at least it's like a mid. You know, what I'm saying like a low mid mm-hmm. or something like that. But like that's twenty three joints. Twenty three songs. I Most like nineteen of them. Of Come them. on, fam. It's like it's too much. All right, I'm gonna give you my favorite joint. What's up? So that's why when you was talking about like the shoot the the Big Sean joint, I hated Big Sean verse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Big, Big Sean, I'm sorry. Hits, I'm sorry, but don't. I hated that verse, my G. I hated the the, the octave you was in when you yeah, started. It was damn. just like man, 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 man. Like, come on, Big Sean. I don't like when he do that. I like when he spit. And he mm-hmm. could, he, he went back up, and then he kind of tried to pick it up at the end, but it was just like, nah. nah. It ain't work for me. He could have, She could have did without a feature on this joint. I feel like if she didn't have the feature, it would have been a better song. Would have been a better song. Because the shit she talking about, she just like, look. And this is the shit I love about Tiana. She sings, 
her voice is like she has the most beautiful voice you've heard. Like she got and she got that edge to it. She got that soul. She got a sprinkle of Lauren Hill in yeah. there. Like she just yeah. got you could tell her influences. Yeah. But she, she wears them on but her sleeve. But she's singing sure. beautifully about some of the most hardest aggressive shit. I know. So that juxtaposition is just like it's perfect. I love it. She like I will shoot some shit up in here, mm-hmm. nigga. Don't play with Don't me. Don't play like, with me. What? Uh, like what are you talking? It's me. Yep. It's me. She was singing my life. It's TT. <laughs> Like, I will shoot this whole mm-hmm. club up if you play with me. It's peasy. Come I will shoot on, this man. shit up if you play like, with me. She not playing on this shit. I, 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 she, she, she went in on this shit. It's not my favorite joint. My favorite joint is actually in that same note, though. Wrong bitch. You like That's, wrong bitch. Listen, I oh, love, man. I love you like this wrong song. Bitch. Okay. You got the wrong, wrong bitch. You, you got the wrong, wrong bitch. What? Wrong and it's mostly hook. Yeah. It's mostly just her chanting yeah. that. But I love that. I don't know. It's something about that, and it's something about the the melody of it is just so it's fitting to the beat that she chose to do it over. It, she bodied that to me. Um, it's classic R and B production. It got that snap, you know that snap, them crisp, them them. Come on, that's like the classic R and B joint. You kind of setting yourself up already when you do that, and then she deliver. It's sensual, it's sultry, but it's still aggressive at the same time. It's like. You got the wrong one. And it's not super aggressive. It's just nah, like, it's you just, know. She's you, getting her point it's across. It's just like, yeah, like, don't think. It's aggressive. Yeah, like. But in the most it's like, listen, loving way. We cool right now, but don't <laughs> act up and don't think don't it's play twisted. Because I got options out here. Mm-hmm. And if you push me the right one, I might be. I'm not. I'm, I'm not playing. I'm out. I'm so different. don't think I won't skate. Because I will. Like, she pretty, She pretty. what did she say? You be saying things, but you only see it your way. Baby, you could be replaced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Swear you making a mistake if you think I won't skate on you. Come on, man. She will skate. She out of here. Like, you got the wrong one. She not playing. And that's kind of the sentiment throughout. Like, that's just her personality in general. Like, I'm, so, I'm sure she tell Iman that. Like, listen, nigga. <laughs> Yo. Play if you want. I know you an NBA star and all that, but nigga. Son, it's me. It's TT. I was reading the interviews, and they talk about they keep their shit a hundred. Like Iman mm-hmm. gave her a list of celebrities that he had been involved with before mm. he was involved with her, mm. out of courtesy to her. So because you know everybody in Hollywood kind of yeah. floating the same. Yeah, circles. you don't want bumping in nobody. You don't want to bump in nobody. Be a situation that was smart. Smart that move. A, and shout out to him. They talk about like. She giving lap dances on stages on certain songs, and she like this is entertainment, and we had to have a talk about that. So this is the realness that you kind if of you feel can't be that real with your partner, then you don't need it's to be palpable, with that person because right? you have to. Can I say that. this though? I mean, you are interrupting my 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 spiel, but my go bad, ahead. Go, nah, nah, go ahead. I'm gonna let you ride. I'm gonna let you ride. Now go ahead before you forget your thoughts. I just had to give you. I just had to put in this one. She has. She was in Missy's videos. Uh, like three mm. of them. She was doing a little museum interest, kind of doing the overacting shit. Oh, yes, shit. yes, yes. The misdemeanor. Oh, she was over. She, she was, was extra. Over. It was good to see her, and I didn't know that she had a relationship with Missy like that. So when she showed up on the album and brought Timberland in and gave you an old school Timberland beat, and they killed it, and it sounds just like what they would have did in the early 2000s late 90s like she just she just did it right like I just you know i feel like her and tory lanes 
I like the way both of them do it. Because Tory Lanez mm. does the same thing, but he does it different, mm. where it's mostly, like, he's just pretty much flipping the actual songs. Mm. Like, he's just taking all songs and just flipping them. Whereas she kind of, like, interweaving the, the more the essence of the, the genre in that era. Right, right. Um, Into her music and kind of updating it. Um, But it's dope either way. Like, I love it. But another one of my favorite joints, which actually hit me by surprise, and this is, like, I rarely like have these type of reactions to songs but the song lose each other lose each that other. ballad fam like that shit mm. i honestly like i honestly like came to like tears like that shit hit me on some emotional shit damn. it was just like damn bro like she took it that you could tell that came from like a real place yeah and it was just like and i and listen that shit hit home for me because it's just like you with somebody for all these years, it's like, come on, bro. Like, love just don't, it just don't dissolve. It just don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit, like, what do you do with that? It's different mm-hmm. now, but it's still like, damn, like, never. Like, I can't ever just, we just never, ever going to talk again, like, ever in life. Like, it's just rough. And then she going in and she giving you that, but her voice, like, the beat, Ain't nothing but a piano. Mm-hmm. She threw some. She said that sounded like some live shit. Like she just had a piano player come in and just like, listen, I just got some shit to get off yeah. my chest. Yeah, it's two. It's like two minutes, but it's like a, a strong emotional ass. She like, listen, I'll like, I'll still go check on your moms. Like I'll still holler at your brother. Like we could be friends if you want. It ain't gotta be like you know what I'm saying. Like it's just woo, woo. That song. That song is different. But she got, so she goes from like, she goes from wrong bitch mm-hmm. to like lose each other. Like, talk about the range and then everything in between. Listen, fire 80%, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what else you want me to say. 83 fire for it's, me. It's, it's TT, man. We here. It's TT. I honestly thought, and you know, the single that we reviewed is on this album too, Morning the, with the Kalani. Morning with Kalani. That's also one. And now, well, I think I gave that a fire. We, it's just like, come on. I know I gave it a fire. I I heard the episode. I I think you gave it aloud. I gave it aloud. You gave it aloud. Oh shit! You sure? I'm sure. I'm quite oh, positive. Damn. I had to well, go listen. and research that well, shit. You know what I'm saying? A, aloud is aloud though. I mean, by the by itself, the song is high. We saying the song is high anyway. It's just, but it's on the album. I didn't know it was gonna be on the album. It I was mean, a pleasant surprise. Twenty three joints. She it. might as well had to threw that bitch <laughs> on there. Like <laughs> shit, shit. Fuck. What's one more? Like what's one more? Throw that bitch on there. But she got. I mean, she got Quavo on there. She got Iman Shumpert on there. Her husband. Her which husband. you know, I didn't love his verse at first but the more i listened to it he got it off he just he didn't you know he didn't land the delivery for me <laughs> right i don't know what but, he was going for but it wasn't bad when you it listen to what bad. he's saying yeah because he's kind of a he's a i mean he's one not. last thing you remember how on that episode you were talking about how uh tiana delivered her first baby in her bedroom. That intro. So the intro. The intro Talk is Talk about that. full circle. You see there? See what I'm she saying? She probably saw the podcast. <laughs> she probably you know what I'm did. Saying, on the low and was like, you know, you know what? what? I'm just going to and throw it's that cool. on Keep there. Keep that jewel. I'm glad you used it. Listen, we don't Let's need no credit. Say. It's all good, TT. We fucking with you. The album is crazy. That's exactly you why. You know what I'm saying? The I kind of fell to pieces as soon as I heard it. I that really was nuts, did. though. That was, was nuts moment. hearing it. And it was like, and you could hear him like kind of break down. Break and like, oh, down. Shit. Oh, like, my God. Holding, There's something was, about that. It was real. And like she, for her to put that at the intro of the album is just like. All right. Very self-aware. She bodied this shit, man. Like, 
Go check that shit out. Go Available get it. right now on all streaming platforms. All streaming platforms. We claiming you, Tiana. We claiming you. Tiana Taylor, man. She's official Q Plus artist. Q+ until she until she hit us up and tell us otherwise. otherwise. You know what I'm saying? So hey. Um, so goes on here. Listen, man, we spent enough time on TT. We did. We're gonna take it to another artist real quick. Who man. we got on the docket? We got the homie. Keenan Lonsdale. Keenan Lonsdale. Let me break it down. Let me get into this guy right Come here. Come on, cutie. So I actually first saw him on TV. Mm. Um, he's on the show The Flash. Which is on the CW mm-hmm. network, mm-hmm. Um, based on the DC comic superhero Flash. Um, he plays Wally, which is like one of his, you know, like the the comics always do the alter universes. So he wanted yeah. the different uh, different universes, but he's a Flash in his universe or something like that, or okay. a younger Flash or something like that. But he plays on the show. Okay, okay. He's one of the main characters, um, and that's where I first saw him. So I didn't know he was an artist. I didn't know. I just thought he was an actor in the show. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. So when I saw that he does music. And then he's not only doing music, but he's a Q-plus artist. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, that's mm-hmm. dope. So he's out here. He's doing this thing. This is a TV you know, TV actor. He's on national TV, so he's out there. But he's a singer. He's a dancer, songwriter. Um, and he's from Sydney, Australia. Australian. Australian. He comes from uh, a Nigerian pops and an Irish mom's. Right, right. Um, as I mentioned, he was on the show The Flash. He's the youngest of 11 siblings. Oh, he has 11. It's a lot of them. So his moms and pops, they both had kids. Okay, like, okay, gotcha. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? So he got like, which like a lot of us, we have that. Like your mm. pops might have a couple extra kids on the side. Your moms yeah. might have been married, but got to your pops. You already sure. got kids. Woo, woo, sure. woo. It goes like that. But he's the youngest of 11. So he got a big ass family. He a baby. Yeah, he man. A baby. Um, fun fact. Fun fact. What's, what you got? He was actually an MTV VJ. For like two and a half years, that's like that's kind of crazy. Like so, he he dibbles and dabs. He's he, been a, he's been doing a lot. He's definitely a personality. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of things. Um, in 2017, uh, he stated that he was attracted to people, you know, regardless of their their gender. Mm-hmm. Um, which technically makes you, I think, pansexual. That's mm-hmm. kind of pretty much you know the vibes they giving up. Mm-hmm. But he kind of sidestepped and then he went and was like, all right, I don't really want to identify. Like I choose not to identify myself as anything which mm-hmm. i mean you entitled to that you mm-hmm. have every right but at the end of the day i think he got a boyfriend so it or he got pictures out there with with abu or something like that and then he has a, a song which we're gonna review today which pretty much tells you what it is fun um, fact oh shit fun fact oh you, shit you mentioned flash i did mention flash and so i saw a couple of his interviews and one of them mentioned right before he played uh, the Flash character on on CW. Mm-hmm. He was advised, because uh, I think he was thinking about coming out even before that. Oh, shit. So he was advised not to. Wow. But then he was like, he told his whoever advised him, it's like, well, in the movie Flash, the guy that plays that guy, he's openly gay. And he's allowed to go through. So what's that all about? Because he's white. Hollywood. And I always talk about Hollywood. That's the Hollywood shit. That's talk exactly about Hollywood. what we're talking white about games, out here. All of that shit. Or like, why? Why is that a thing? But it's course, a thing. It is. That was 2015. It is. it is. And as you can see, he and that's why. Took his and own that's path. one of the reasons why people always say like, if you have any black in you, you're black because mm-hmm. that's how you get treated. He's mm-hmm. half Irish. Yeah. Like. 
but none of that shit matter. Like you black nigga, like yeah. you a nigga, you, you black, you low, you low cast. Yeah, like it's crazy, man. But we we listen. The tide is shifting. We about to change all of that. But aside from that, he um he started putting out music in like about 2015. He right. put out his first single called okay. uh, One and Only. Um, so we're gonna check out his single actually, which is on a project he just put out uh, at the end of May. Right. Um, but the single is called "Gay Street Fighter." So right. I'm like, you know, he say he don't want to really identify himself, but I mean, he pretty much giving it up. Like he it is what it, it is, up. and I get it. That's kind of that's more of a transitional thing, I think, that we kind of do to make ourselves feel more comfortable. It's like instead of just jumping in the pool, you stick your toe in. Yeah. Like. Let me see how the he's, water is. He's in the public eye. So you got it's it's a it's a sensitive situation. He's still pretty young because he's about maybe twenty twenty one twenty two. He's like twenty like six when he came out. Oh, when he came out, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. When he finally came out, he was about twenty one years or so. I'm talking about the Flash characters. He did this a few years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you know that's kind of the range that you go. He's just in a different um, kind of. Different context because he's a star yeah absolutely so you you're gonna go through a little and that's bit what I'm more saying. like i said i saw him on tv i didn't even i didn't know anything like that's the first time right. i saw him i was right. like oh shit um but you know this is the lead single off of his project called rainbow boy um the single is called gay street fighter it came out the single initially came out in uh april uh april 13th right, right. but the album came out uh may 29th um three minutes 49 seconds it was a decent joint, man. I gave it a mid 55%. You gave it a mid. I gave it a mid 55%. Okay. It kind of had me feeling a lot of different things. Um, Very interesting sound. It's a bit of a matchup. Got a lot of funk elements mm-hmm. mixed with pop, some rap, like he's mm-hmm. spitting on there. It actually gave me uh, Damien Noma vibes. Damien Novia vibes. Damien Nova. Nova. Damn, Damien I don't know Nova. why I couldn't say that. I'm fumbling like a motherfucker. But like as far as his sound, right. but just not as raunchy and sexy. Yeah, yeah. But it had a little bit of those like funk elements. Like you could hear I could see you could you hear mean. his influences a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just wasn't like like we always say, it wasn't as executed as well. Um and parts of it came off a little cheesy to me. Um, especially like towards the end. It was a I don't know, for me it was a little weird hearing him say like everybody's gay, your mama's gay, your, your papa's a little bit gay. Like, I got what he was saying, but it was just kind of, it wasn't really done well and artistically enough for you to say such a strong message mm-hmm. and to just say it, to just say it. Like, it was kind of like, you got to give me like a little bit of seasoning with that. That's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? And this is coming from a black gay man. Um, But, you know, it was decent. It was like... I thought the verse he kind of executed well. His flows was dope. You could tell he's been doing music for a little bit. He kind of sings and raps. He has a nice, decent little voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't, you know, it didn't blow me away, but it wasn't a bad song. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't have that replayable quality for mm-hmm. me. Like, I don't see myself playing this back and wanting to listen to it. It wasn't anything really catchy about it. Um, the most thing I got from it, like, okay, this is, you know, he can kind of do music. He knows what he's doing. He brought in some mu- musicians. You could tell, like, some of that sound in the production is, like, it's 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 complex. It's not just, you know, he ain't just go get some beats. Like, right. it sounds like he was 
on some he got live he instrumentation got live in there. Yeah. Like he got he he doing his thing. Like he's a little bit heady as far as music, but I feel like the execution on this joint wasn't, and I was expecting more from the title. You know what I'm saying? You see the title, it's like, all right. And the sentiment he's bringing to it is kind of like, this is for the people who, you know, are heroes but afraid to be themselves, so they kind of suppress, you know, a lot of their natural ability or their aura or whatever, which that's a dope sentiment. I get that message, but I thought it was kind of, it was all right. It kind of fell a little bit flat for me, but it was decent. Like, it wasn't a... It wasn't a bad joint. Like it had elements that were really good. So I gave it a mid fifty five percent. You know, as they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm. So on that note, it's all about that follow through. It's all about the follow through. And on that note, oh shit, I'm gonna have to. Oh shit, and I was fighting with I'm myself. Ner- oh, I'm ner- now I'm nervous. I'm fighting with myself about this. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm fighting with myself about. Oh this. man, you gotta say it now. I've been you gotta say this. it now. I also gave it a mid. Oh shit! But a thirty-one percent mid. Okay. Ooh, ooh wait, teetering. Ooh. He was straddling. He teetered. He was straddling Reggie. Ooh. He was straddling Reggie because I was ready to Holy give it up. Shit, damn. Reginald right. was Reginald was about to open the door. I hear you. I saw his eyes. I hear you. His third eye too. He was about to come in. <laughs> And come and get this song. Reginald was ready, right? Sandman was like, wait. Yup. Reggie. But then I said, hold on. Let me pull it back. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. I'm about to shake the room. All right. So I gave it a 31% mid for Mm. a lot of the same reasons that you pretty much said. You kind of hit it on the head. The execution was a little messy. His message was uh, uh, redeeming. Yes, yes. It was a redeeming message. And that's what saved it from the mid or okay. the Reggie. Yeah, okay. That's what yeah. held Reggie back ultimately. Yeah, yeah. Because I see, I see, I see your vision, Papa. I see you. I see you. But I still need to see more. I need more. I need more. But you know also, also because I heard, I heard a song that he had in one of his interviews that they were playing. And it was a bop. Now, see, that's, I want to hear. The rest of the album. That's yeah. why I gave it that mid because one, like you said, the message was redeeming. Yeah. We talked about the instrumentation and like the effort he put into like the sound. Into the sound. Like that's no slouch. Yeah, that's I know no. what it takes to get that kind of sound. Yeah. It takes a, it takes a lot, a lot. A lot of coordination. And he a did lot. that. Um and then on top of that, this is the lead single. So if I hear this without the album, I'm like, all right. I want to hear the album. I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear what you got next because I'm kind of. Um, I don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? So it did the job of a single. It did the job of a single. I, I mean, guess. I, I mean, well, in, in in a certain extent, at, uh, uh, the basic job of a single, yeah. which is to try to get you. I wasn't excited for it, but mm-hmm. I was intrigued. It piqued my interest. Which it, I mean, in 2020, the way shit's moving now, like for you, you to pique somebody's interest. That's tough. That's is, that's a lot. It ain't easy. I'm not. Uh, I'm so, not even saying anything against that. I so, just said the song was a little <laughs> bit of a um, downer for I hear me. Nah, I hear you. I We agree on a lot of the He's a cute kid. He's a very cute kid. Yeah, but that's why I want to hear the rest of the album because yeah. I got to see what he's doing. And it's a full project. Some. It's like it's like 15 joints on there. So. I, I know he going. I know he got some fire. He yeah. got some fire in you. Yeah. That wasn't it though. Yeah, that wasn't. It wasn't. I mean. 
So you got a mid 55% and a mid 31%. And you see mid. how the mid range could, could you know, it's a range, it's the a mid range. range. It's a low, you got low mid, you got high mid, and you got some mid mid. I had him like in the mid mid, but Peasy was like, nah, nigga, like you, you, you almost caught that Reggie. You gave him. Um, you almost, you lucky, you cute mm, because. Yeah, yeah, you lucky because. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Keaton yeah, Lonsdale, man. You know Gay Street Fighters, the single. Gay the Street album Fighter. is Rainbow Boy. Talk about leaning into it. He mm. giving it up. That's another it thing really I give is. him to. Um, but yeah, man, mid, go check that shit out and let us know what you think, man. We we, we want to hear from some of y'all, man. Because we, we got our opinions, you know, we letting y'all know. But I want to hear what y'all think. I want to see if it's just like we bugging, we in our head. Are we off? Are we right on? Do y'all agree with us? Do y'all don't totally disagree? Let us know, man. But you know what time it is today. You know, what time right about it this is. time. You know what I'm saying? It is time for the ally oh, of the day. I love the ally of the day. Brrr, I love allies. Shout out to the brrr, allies, man. What's up, man? Brrr, brrr, yeah. Ally of the day. Yeah, who we got? It's none other than Queen Bay. Don't say y'all on your back like liquor. Beyonce. Beyonce, y'all. Listen, listen. We don't need to do a, a, a whole Come on, introduction. Man. Y'all know what it is. We're not even going to. Come on. We're not even going to disrespect gonna play her like y'all that. Like Stop that. it. We said Beyonce. You <laughs> know said, what it is. You know Stop it. it Stop playing. It really is. <laughs> You kind of, if you don't man. know who she is yeah, by like, stop now, it. like stop. We're not gonna explain why she's an ally. We're not gonna explain who she is. We we, she is who she is. Like, go ahead. <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. <laughs> get your shit up. I mean, okay. I'm gonna give you just a little bit of go a vibe. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Go you ahead. know what I'm saying? If you don't know who she is, Houston bred, H oh. Town, singer, songwriter, producer, actress, uh, who began in Destiny's Child. Mm. One, the lead singer. Say my name, say my name. You are ready. The legend. She is a global phenomenon. Six studio albums plus the uh, Ooh, material six. she's she put. Six? The solo material, joints? Solo joints, you know. Um, plus the joints she did with Destiny Child. I think they did four albums together plus a couple of remix albums. Mm. Um, let's see. Became a global superstar and brand unto herself. She really is because you just say Beyonce and it kind of elicits a She's whole. She's like an empire, like right. When <laughs> when you say I wrote this in my notes. When you say Beyonce, pretty much everyone knows who you're talking Fam, about. Fam, like come on, four hundred million dollar net worth. Ivy Park, Matthew and Tina's firstborn. Solange's older sister, highly influential phrases talking about put a ring on it, and I woke up like this. 160 million records with Destiny Child mm. and hers together, 24 Grammys, 28 VMAs, handful of films like Dream Girls, Austin Powers, uh, Gold oh, Member, Austin Powers, and Obsessed, which I went to the movie theater to actually go see that monstrosity. That. It was terrible. Oh my God. I definitely missed that. <laughs> so we're going to get into her new record. Mm. It is called Black Parade. Mm. It came out Very also. Fitting. Very fitting. Also on Juneteenth. Look at that. You see what I'm saying? I like the theme we got going here. It's a lot. I like it. It's a lot of it going on I like here. it. And 
I'm gonna go ahead and just give you some oh, straight. Shit. Oh shit. And then I'm gonna talk to you about the song. Let's get into it, man. <laughs> Fuck that shit. We ain't been pulling no punches so far. No. Fuck it. It is a 70% loud Ooh, for me. okay. 70% loud. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, basically, the song is really, really good. And um, just her really going in on her whole blackness. Mm. And by extension, blackness in general, mm. all of the things that we think of when we talk about black culture when we talk about the pride we have, when we talk about where we come from, when we yeah. talk about the spirituality, and the spirituality thing is what really got me. Mm. Because she made a she made a reference early in the song to Oshun. And this is here's the thing. When she did that, a lot of people already follow Yoruba tradition, which is where it comes from. I'll get into that in a minute. A lot of people have you know, whatever the beliefs they have spiritually, and mm. they already feel tied to what uh, mo- what uh, Mother Africa has brought to our people before we were brought along in the slave trade. So it kind of affirmed a lot for a lot of different reasons, and affirmed blackness in a lot for a lot of different people. Maybe I'm saying that that's kind of what the song did yeah. or is doing because I, you know, that's the general sentiment that I, you know, I get from people who listen to the record. Mm. Um, Oshun, for those who are not familiar, comes from Yoruba tradition. Yoruba is an ethnic group from Africa. It is basically the one of the largest ethnic groups from Africa. A lot of them come from Nigeria, Ghana. Gabon, West African countries where the major where the slave trade kind of began. Mm. So a lot of those people who were put on those who were, you know, becoming enslaved to go to America already carried these traditions. And then, you know, just along the way, we kind of have to adapt to whatever we had to do at the time. So, you know, you weren't able to celebrate your culture like you were in your home country. So mm. you kind of had to turn it into something else. Yeah. One of the things is Santeria. Santeria is basically Yoruba tradition mixed with the Christianity because you were forced into Christianity when you got to Cuba and they were, you know, you weren't allowed to practice what you were what you were practicing mm-hmm. before. So they mixed yep. both of them. They and stripped that's you of all you, of your shit, your st- culture, your religion. Exactly. And now you got to follow this shit. And so this is the way that they were able to preserve some of the things that they acquired from their you know, former country Makes and it kind of got passed down to, you know, Cuba. So that's just one aspect mm. of black. I did not know that. I heard Santeria, especially like Pusha T, Santeria. Yeah. But it's I didn't really know. Thing. Like okay. that's from hard. the sacrificing chickens and all of that it's animals, th- that's really yeah. part of that culture. And I'm not saying that that's Yo, it's, all of them. it's, uh, it's something to that. We ain't gonna get into that. This not that type of podcast. Yeah, it's a but, it's deeper than rap. It's really yeah, deeper than rap. Right, but that's yeah, what yeah, she leave was it making. That. This make it. That was a reference that she mm. did, and mm. I and I was kind of mm. happy to hear that. So it really says it really said to me that she's kind of really about this life. She's in tune. She's, she's kind of really around. really in tune. She's fucking with it. She's been kind of dropping hints since you know for a while now. At least since. Uh, Per Beyonce album and then the Lemonade album came kind of gave a little bit of that too. Mm. So it's right on brand for her. And in that in that way, I feel like it's a little safe because this is the time to actually speak up on that. And the production wise, it's a pretty easy, it's kind of an easy 
thing to kind of put together because you know it's a bop and this is what we're gonna listen to yeah. and you know so I felt like it was safe it didn't really do too much to make her stand out from what she was already doing before mm-hmm. and it didn't bring too many new elements into this type of record it really is just a bop and just her going in like a rapper mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. so that's why I said yeah. it was a, a loud 70 70% loud. Okay. Um, yeah. I actually gave it a 58% mid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> going off oh. going off the tail end of your shit. That's why I'm, I like the way you rounded it off. I was like, oh shit, that's like an alley right into my shit. Ah. Because for those, same, for those same reasons is why it was like, okay. I mean, <laughs> Beyonce is Beyonce. She can't make a bad song. Like, it's Beyonce. Like, you know what I'm saying? She got a certain standard that she just yeah, gonna hit every yeah, time. Pretty much. I mean, this was cool. It's a decent joke. I like it, but it didn't blow me away. It was all right. You know, Black Parade is right on brand with everything that's going on right now. Let me drop y'all this little Lucy, keep it relevant. I can't really go out and do my tours and concerts right now, but I got to stay in the mix. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit y'all with this. Honestly, it sounds like a joint from the Lion King soundtrack that didn't make the album. Damn. (laughs) Damn. And not that, I mean, I'm sure she had a lot of songs that didn't make the album that are fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything can't make the cut. But this, it has that sound. It has that vibe. It has that tempo. And I'm like, Beyonce, she probably just was like, all right, yeah, hell yeah. But, yep, that makes sense. Let me drop this on Juneteenth. I'm going to save this. I get that. It probably was something. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nah, you know, that's kind of what it gives. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh oh. (laughs) Oh, look at this. You said, look at that. You said Lion King. So, you know, Beyonce. Beyonce being on brand is always a purpose. There's always an intention on, going on. So of course, what happened? What happened? What she done did? So she has a she signed a deal with Disney to do a um to do a documentary called Black is King, mm. which basically is gonna take the music from the soundtrack and mm. kind of repurpose it mm. for a a documentary. Let me guess, kinda. is this gonna be on there? I mean, let me guess. It's Come exclu- on, it's man! It's exclusively coming out on Disney Plus. It's coming out really, really soon. It's in, it's in that so, room. This what was I'm saying. This shit was definitely made in the Lion King soundtrack <laughs> you sessions. Right. Like, come like, on! Like, they don't do things one time. Stop they plan it. two yeah. and three years come on. later. You know how many songs they recorded during those come sessions on, that didn't make that soundtrack? Disney gave her the bag. The what you think she go do with that money? Yeah, this is definitely it's off of the hey, Listen, but we're not mad. Pa- not at it all. Don't let us. Don't let our temperaments nah. or our tones disturb you from like we fuck with. Beyonce. We're that's, that's you that's what we need, man. I'm all about that Black Wall Street yeah, shit. I'm, like we need to click up we and do. build and that's how really, you do really it. do it. But like she's on her way. Like billionaire status. Shout Come out to on. her, kudos to her. But listen, the music is what the music is. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a high mid for me. 58% mm. mid. That's what I, you know. It's 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 y'all say it is what it is. But um mm-hmm. you know, Come like get- I said, it was a decent song. She got the motherland, motherland trip. I don't mean motherland, motherland. Like she she doing her she did what she's she supposed to do. What she's like this was she can do a song like this in her sleep. Like this is absolutely, light for her. Like, absolutely. Especially and, when you have like twenty and thirty other producers yeah, and songwriters like, helping. Come on, you do man. This shit. is light here. Hold this Lucy, you know, it fit right June yeah, team. Right Bow, body did. She did yeah. what she had to do. Oh, she did there's three versions of the song. Oh shit. There's the there's the uh single version. And then there's an extended version, which like an extended intro, okay. and then there's an acapella for the extended version. So just thought I put Damn, that well, out there. Okay. Well, hey, listen, she did that. Well, you got a seventy percent loud <laughs> and a fifty-eight, and we weren't that off with the percentage, twelve nah, percent. Nah, we so fifty-eight percent mid and seventy percent loud. Do Go check it out. Power? 
<laughs> Black Parade, Beyonce, Juneteenth. Um, yeah, man, stream that. Shout stream out to the, that. Shout out to the Beehive, man. Shout we don't want no the, issues. We don't want to no the allies. And shout out to all the Q Plus artists out there putting out music. Great fucking music. Thank Keep you. Doing for that real. Shit. Absolutely. And go support these artists. You know, yeah. we got to support each other. All right. So, you know, that's it for the music. You know, like we right. said, it's, man, listen, it's a lot going on out here. It's definitely a lot going on. It's pretty interesting because it's quiet in the streets, or it's supposed to be quiet in the streets, but on these beats, it's popping. So shout out to all of the Q Plus artists, the allies, and you know, we, we along with the music, the music is only the soundtrack to what's going on in the streets. You already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's only right we take it to the to the herbal tea specialists of the streets. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's your Street consultant, hey, the real peasy, and we are in these streets. And you already know, uh, this show is coming out on the second of July, so that means, and we're we're filming it the day after Pride. Mm-hmm. So you already know, Pride just happened. May uh the the actual anniversary that we're celebrating, uh. uh we are celebrating the 51st anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, mm. but it's the 50th anniversary of the actual Gay Liberations March. Mm. That's how it began. Which was the following year. Which was the following year, 1970. So we're in the 50th year of that. Mm. And you know what's crazy is that time was during the civil rights uh, movement. Mm. So there was already... You know, a a need to be out there protesting because we're trying to fight basic rights for everybody. Just because of our color. Yeah. So we have it on the racial front and then we have it on the uh, sexuality and, you know, lifestyle front. Mm -hmm. And it just is crazy that this Pride Month, (laughs) full circle, pretty much 50 years because George Floyd... The person that ignited all these protests, mm. you know, all over the place now that's going on worldwide happened just a few days before Pride Month even started. So it's so interesting to me that we are at this point right now because the way we know Pride, we know it to be this big kind of commercialized thing all the businesses come out the woodworks mm-hmm. and they got their rainbow flags and everybody is all of a sudden the Spon- gayest person sponsoring you ever everything they sponsoring. got all types of merch so it turned into a business mm-hmm. it turned into we turned into a demographic mm-hmm. that everybody targets wanted, that everybody wanted to target because we got the disposable income and all of that shit but now all of that shit is basically shutting down because we grown grind to a halt so pride has to be celebrated a whole lot differently. Mm-hmm. And you can see the difference in the way it is now because the climate is informing the way we are doing pride. So, of course, you have everybody doing things uh, via Instagram or they're celebrating virtually, as they say. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of those happening, going, uh, going on. The biggest one by far was the Pride Month uh for the world pride, the global pride they had a website set up where you know they would be basically beaming all these different people from all around the world 
and everybody goes to that website to watch everybody speak, everybody perform, and there were some big, big heavy hitters, and they had, of course, the most, it was the most watched, mm. and it was going on for 24 whole hours, like 24 hours from- That's a long ass event. Early Saturday morning <clears throat> to early Sunday morning. It's like and a telethon. It was exactly like that. I didn't see any of it, but from what I read, you had a whole lot of heavy hitters on there. A lot of your main gay mainstream celebrities, Laverne Cox, Todrick mm-hmm. Hall, Adam Lambert, you know, performed on there. Big Frida was on there. You also had Speaker Nancy Pelosi mm. speaking. You had uh, the Dixie Chicks performing. They now go by the, the Chicks. chicks. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. Man, listen. <laughs> Salute to them, man. Like, Salute to them, though. Like, still, because it's like, I get it. They've been out it's here. It's like, but just the gesture. Like, that's yeah. that's the, the important thing to zone in on. It's just like, they didn't have to do that. They didn't. That's their, they, they built their name off of that. They did. And, I mean, it's a big deal. In their circle, yeah. like, imagine the amount of people that's upset with them for doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but I, and imagine more people that are paying attention. They're other fans, so it does. Send it's a like, message. what can you do? You got That's like one of the things that they could have done to yeah. shine light on it. It's like I respect that as opposed to you getting out of your pocket and feeling like you got to go down and protest or like scream on somebody for some, like do what you can do. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like I appreciate it, man. Shout out to the chicks. They were definitely one of the uh, guests that they had on this you know, Pride Month uh, virtual group. So a lot of people showed up. It was the most watched. Uh, you even had, I didn't even know this, one of the other guests that was on there um, was the first gay, was the first gay prince of India. Mm. And his name is uh, Prince Navendra Singh Gohil, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm. First gay prince because obviously interesting and he was he came in and celebrated global pride during the whole celebration so it was a really really big event basically but while everybody was having their little virtual prize because everybody was having them coney island had one uh amazon had one Club Quarantine had one. Amazon had one? Amazon set up some virtual shit. They got their hands on every fucking thing. (laughs) Right. But uh while everybody's doing their virtual prize, there was still action going on in these streets. Of course, definitely. The streets is on fire. Streets. This is was my. This is my it's, shit. The streets is on it's fire. Alive it's alive. So don't think that for a minute that the streets was not really popping in certain cities because, just as we said in the beginning, pride has become this big commercialized thing. Now we go back to the roots. It's a full circle. It mm-hmm. pride is a protest. So you actually have people all in different cities protesting for pride, but now they're incorporating Black Lives Matter. Mm. So it's a whole different thing now. You got cities like Chicago who organized the march for black trans women. And you have places like L.A. and Indianapolis all organizing Black Lives Matter uh, prides in conjunction with uh gay pride Mm -hmm. but here's the thing i like the fact that they're doing that now and the fact that they're doing it is definitely a step in the right direction but all i can really think about is us as gay black gay men 
we have to have our own space because we never really were invited or really felt welcome in those spaces that cater to mostly white mainstream kids. So there's always needed to be a dialogue between us anyway, because us meeting at the intersection, we're kind of torn because, you know, we don't have the support that Mm -mm. the main gay stream, gay mainstream media has at all at all. And this is exactly why we exist because there aren't enough platforms. There are none. And it makes me kind of sad, especially when we have all of these deaths happening because kids are, you know, in families and they're they being ostracized because this they're they're not being accepted. Have nowhere to turn we, to. Nowhere don't, to turn don't to. See anything on the media that reflects them. Highest rates of suicide. Highest uh, rates of you know just being uh, drug use because there isn't really anybody out there that they can see that they can connect with mm. on a personal level. So this is why, but I, like I said, I'm just saying, I'm making a point as the fact that this dialogue between us been needed to exist, but it's good to see us manifesting. Finally. The irony, not maybe not so ironic, but Black Lives Matter started with three women, three black women, two of them were queer. The gay liberations movement started through two black transgender women or uh, transgender women of color, Sylvia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson. Mm. So isn't it crazy that we have these celebrations started by people who are basically the most ignored, like as far as in society, you know, the most vilified black women We have these big, big organizations that come from the ideas of these women. And now is the time for all the reckoning. Everything is happening and everybody's getting together and having these conversations. I just think it's a real, real interesting time. And I love how I like I love how they're like Chicago did it is doing it. And a couple of other cities were doing it for black trans women. Mm. Just it's just all just means that this dialogue needed to happen. What yeah. say you missed the tone about this whole thing? It's just interesting that we we as humans always got to be pushed to the extreme for like any type of real change to happen. Like we never get it by just seeing it once or twice or just you know what I mean like or it just has to happen to somebody close to you like for it to settle in and mm-hmm. sink in like it's always just as easy to ignore it or like not really care about something that you don't necessarily have to deal with like directly every day. And you think about like women, you know, all women, you know what I mean? Especially in particular trans women of color, like they get so much on top of the other shit. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's one thing to like have trials and tribulations go through shit like the normal you know, the normal occurrence of life, some day-to-day shit. Shit happens, right? Right. But then on top of that, to just feel like everybody else is against you yeah. or it's just all, it's just all, yeah. like, just imagine just living in that, the thickness of that. Like, it's just too much. Of course you're going to snap. They going to be the first ones to snap. Mm-hmm. The hungriest motherfuckers is the ones to snap first. Mm-hmm. Like, you get pushed to the brink, it's like enough is enough. Like, and they... Get the shit popping, and then it's like everybody already feeling it. The vibe is already in the air. It just takes that ignition or the flame, and it explodes like dynamite. Like that—that's kind of what we're seeing. It's just sad to see that 
the same shit is happening 50 years later. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, like, we already did this. Like, how many times we got to do it before we get it? And then it's like, all right, once we get it, what if we get it and then the next generation don't get it? It's like, we got to do it all over again. It's like, come on. It makes yeah. you kind of, you know, it's hopeful. Like, that's what we talk about, the cautiously optimistic. Like, I'm hopeful about it, but at the same time, we done seen this we shit seen before. This, so it's like, how it, played out. Hopefully it does different. feel different, but is it different because the pandemic is on top of it? Mm-hmm. And then it's just going to go back to the same shit once we get the vaccines and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I'm kind of just like you in these streets, so I'm just I'm just listening, taking it all in, and kind of just hoping for the best, man. You I don't know, know. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm just making it known that this conversation between our community, you know, black people and the LGBT community, that division has to stop, and it's always it never needed to it's exist. Always been there, though. It's never if ne- and it's never and needed the, to. And exist. the line is strong. Like, yeah. Families are divided because of this shit. It's like you see so many kids that are excommunicated, disowned. Like, how do you do that to your kids? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care what they doing. It's people that will accept, uh, like, addicts and people who do all types of other shit. But then that one thing is just like, like, what is that? You could have killed somebody. Yeah, like, come on, You robbed a bank. Like oh, think about the logic you. behind Lord that. Lord will save you, but if you if you're gay, you're going to hell. It's like that shit don't even make no sense. It's just yeah. weird. It's weird. So I need, I'm really, really imploring, you know, that anybody that can stand up for, you know, black LGBTQ people do so because there's just a not enough of us out there. There's not enough, Mm-mm. and I, I want to see more for those kids. And there are a lot of us out there. It's just, for some reason, we don't want to speak up. Can't rally. Like, why we never want to click up? We can't. There you go. We can't We can't keep hiding. And we can't keep uh, acting like this is not the elephant in the room. Because we're right there in the room. We're right in front of you. It's blowing horn music out of that truck. You can't pretend. Like, you can't pretend here. no more. It's so. Crazy. Let's get it, and I'm and I'm just glad to see that this is what was going on for yeah. this uh, this edition of Pride. So happy Pride Month to everybody! Hey man, happy Pride out there! Hope everybody you know got their shit in. But here's the thing: Pride does not end at the end of ju- of June. Nope. We're pretty much gay twenty four hours a day, year round, seven days a week, three sixty five. So I mean, and you kind of can see that I'm black, and so these things I can't run from. So. You know, my pride is always being celebrated just simply by existing. But we also, you know, need to do do so much more to make sure that everybody else feels good enough in their skin mm-hmm. to exist and to continue this fight until we don't have to worry about the hate anymore. Absolutely. And that's what Sydney screams. Well said. Well said. God damn. You kind of a pro at this. I mean, I don't know if anybody ever told you, but I mean, I had a little practice. Oh, right, help. Right. Appreciate the help. That's what's up, man. I mean, you know, I kind of took you under my wing and all yeah, that. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, that's what I do. I'm out here, man. <laughs> but listen, listen, Just we appreciate you guys me. for tuning in. The audio, if you listening, if you watching mm-hmm. the Herbal Tea Podcast, it's your boy Earth Tone. And your man, the real peasy. Listen, man. It's a lot of reasons out here for us to get into this mm-hmm. favorite pastime of ours, which we appreciate with the utmost respect. 
We're going to take it to the motherfucking smoking section. Smoking session. All right, so you ready to hit it? Are we going to try to hit it? We're going to have a smoking session, session in, in the, the smoking, smoking section. section. Come on, man. Damn. We got Finally, it. Finally, we live. We can get we it. Live. We can sync it up. That Zoom shit, you can't. It's like a delay. It's like <laughs> it's a lag. A delay. You know how that shit go. But Don't hey, work. shout out to Zoom for keeping everybody in tune and connected and all of that good stuff. Big shout out to Zoom. That shit has been a savior. But yeah, hit that, like that motherfucking piece up. Let's get that it. shit going to show. Okay, the color's looking. It's not that bad. See, you don't, you don't use it like I use it. Nah. By the time, if I had that from the same time you bought it, my shit would be all, it would be all dark. I told you. But your you, shit is maintaining. You out here, man. You chilling. I told you, like, I take one or two hits of these you, a night, and I believe that's you. all I, I believe need. You. I believe you. Listen, I wish I had that tolerance now, but it's kind of the, the point of no return for me at this point. But it is what it is. I still enjoy it. And you know what? You're more than welcome. Oh shit! You know I'm a you know I'm a partake. But today we're gonna get into not the bud, but there's another uh, venue or uh, uh, route per se to take on this marijuana journey. What kind of venue we're talking about? We're talking about edibles, man. Edibles. What are edibles? Like, what the fuck is an edible? I know nom, you heard the term before. It's like, all right, edible. You can eat it. We know what the word edible means, mm-hmm. but. When you're talking about weed, marijuana, 420 culture, cannabis, and all that, what the fuck is an edible? Like, what are they referring to when they talk about do you or have you partaking in edibles? So we're going to break it down. Let's break it down. All right, so let me let me, let me hit that. Go ahead and get that. Go ahead and hit that real quick. We don't got no edibles for y'all today, <laughs> um, but we did have edibles a couple of days ago when the Alliance had a session. There yes. was a truck right in front of the bank mm-hmm. off of Times Square. And I got a couple of like sour beers, sour gummy Yo, beers. Oh, the sour patch gummies. See, those are dangerous for me because if I have more than one and one like in my access, right. I'ma eat them shit. Cause I love sour patch kids. Mm-hmm. But we we so all right, we're gonna get into it. All right, so listen. <laughs> an edible is pretty much just, you know, uh an edible food project project. An edible food product mm-hmm. that's infused with marijuana. So examples could be, you know, weed brownies, cookies. They got lollipops. It's all different types of pastries. We just mentioned Sour Patch Kids, mm-hmm. candy. You know, it's it's a wide range of any, like pretty much anything you can eat, you can infuse it with trees. So there's two different ways to create an edible. Um, you have, you know, you could just put the marijuana in the shit. Like if you're cooking with it or you're baking with it, you could put some grounded up weed, you know, in a cake or the brownie. That's how you make the brownies. You kind of just ground it up and put it in there, right? Mm. Or, or, you know, you can use marijuana-infused oil, cooking oil, or butter, mm. which, you know, you make a butter, you make your weed, butter, boom, 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 and then you just use the same instructions to create with it. So when they say use butter or oil, you just use a marijuana-infused mm. oil, and that's kind of, that's like you chefing it up. Like, that's cooking with it. You know what stop. I'm saying? So those are the two different ways that you can create an edible. Um, so a lot of people see this as a healthier option uh, to smoking because, like we said, the smoking uh, component of, you know, inhaling marijuana and all of that is just bad for you. It's not, you know, you're smoking at the end of the day. Right. Um, but edible, you eating it, you kind of ingesting it in a different way. But there's pros and cons to both of those. So the different ways the TAC is broken down as opposed to inhaling it and, you know, ingesting it orally 
is when you ingest it orally, like if you eat a weed brownie, the reason why it takes a while to kind of hit you is because it goes through your liver first. So mm-hmm. you got to digest it, got to pass through your system, and then the liver, you know, filters it out and metabolizes it, and mm-hmm. then it enters into your bloodstream. So it's a longer process. Mm-hmm. So that's why it takes a while, and that's why people might eat a cookie or eat a bite and be like, I don't feel this shit. And then, all right, 10 minutes, five minutes, let me eat some more. Maybe I ain't eating yeah, enough. Man. But you, mind you, the first bitch bite you just ate is still, it's still digesting. He's still working his way. Like, yeah, hold up, let me make my so, way to this liver. Yeah. And you like, nah, you ain't feeling like, but you got to be easy. Ain't and then that's why easy. people always get, it's something that they call uh, edible regret. <laughs> it's a term for it. I looked. I, That's the thing. I saw this shit, man. I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's a thing." It's called edible regret, and it's when people, like I just explained, they eat a little piece of an edible, which is a sufficient amount, but then because it takes a while, and they're not aware that it's gonna take a while to kick in, they go ahead and eat more. And then by the time the first one kicking in, the second bite is still kind of trying. And then they, they just keep piling on top of each other. And then you just get hit with one big ass wave. And then now your face melting and shit. Smacked. It's just like, it's too much. But so that's why they tell you you got to take it, take it easy with the edibles. But so with the orally, it got to pass to your liver. So when you're inhaling it, when you're smoking the trees, it goes into your lungs. And that goes directly into your bloodstream. Mm. So it's an immediate TAC breakdown. It's like yeah, you feel yeah, it right yeah. away. You could take a hit and be like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the difference between the edibles and, you know, taking a, uh, uh, taking a plant. Now, mm. the whole thing breaks down. That's why it gets even more tricky because when you're smoking it and inhaling it, you're getting it directly into your lungs or going to your bloodstream. That's a direct hit. But even that still has different effects from individual to individual. It, it varies. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could take Tylenol and have different effects than I'm going to have. It's just b- depending on your chemistry and all of that. It's, it has the same general effects usually, mm-hmm. but it might just, you know, it might affect me a little bit more stronger than it does you. You might need two pills to get the same effect, whereas I might just need one. You know what I'm saying? So it just it depends on your metabolism and all that. So when you're ingesting it orally, that takes even more into effect because your there's enzymes in your liver that break down and metabolize the THC, which gives you the effect. So depending on your metabolism, you might not even be able to metabolize the shit. You know what I'm saying? I've always felt that because I'm not a big fan of edibles, believe it or not. I've always felt like... I no, like I just don't feel like I it hit me enough. Like I just don't feel the effect of it. Like I enjoy it. They taste amazing. I get it. But like I've never gotten real, real high off of edibles. So there's actually like studies and questions where they saying or asking like are certain people immune to edibles like okay, okay you know what I'm saying like it might just be like the way your metabolism work you can't really break it down to the point where you're gonna get the effect or whatever so that's an actual thing that people are looking into and scientific and I'm like damn I always felt like am I just bugging like because I'll eat edible but I never really got it the way I'm like when I smoke I. I get on like I get I like I love smoking, right. but the edibles just never really kind of, eh. Like I was always trying to like waiting for it, but it's, it just never. And I was never the one to eat a whole cookie and try to go overboard, but I've always ate the sufficient amount. And I don't know, I never really gotten that that feeling from the edibles. But they are amazing. A lot of people enjoy them. They, I mean, depending on your tolerance, and it could be a tolerance thing as well. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you stretch a bowl out for like. A couple week. days, weeks, <laughs> my, that shit to be going in like an hour for me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's just different, like 
different body different, sizes, your, Yeah, the frequency that you smoke, the, your metabolism, your body, the chemistry. It's a whole lot of shit that goes into play with the edible shit. So that's just to say that it's really complex. You got to be careful with the edibles. You don't want to, especially when you're first trying them, you don't want to eat a whole bunch at first and then try to, you know, stay in your lane, take a little nibble. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like we talked about earlier, just dipping your toe in the water before you just dive in. You don't want to do that because it can be dangerous and you don't know how it's going to affect you. So until you find out that, you just want to be easy with the edibles. But, hey, enjoy them. They're out there. There's a wide range. Whatever kind of snacks and goodies you prefer, you could pretty much find an edible. Um, well, hold up. Have you ever had um, your food infused with weed oil? That I haven't. I think I've had brownies that were made that way, but I've never like had like a meal. Do you know, Which I want to do. Do you know that one time, this is my ex, he he cooked Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. And he infused all the food See? with weed oil. That's that going to fuck around and put you in a time. coma for a week. That was so good. Oh, that sounds amazing. so good. The mac and cheese especially. See? Get into that. Now, now there are that's chefs. A, that, that's a thing. Like, that's a cooking, like, the way you have, like, music genres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a cooking genre that's just marijuana-infused cooking. Like, they infuse everything. And mm-hmm. these are, like, top-of-the-line meals. Like, they cooking, like, gourmet-type shit. I'm trying to like, find out where that There's a thing. And I'm sure soon, like, the more the regulations change and the shit becomes legal, they're going to be marijuana-infused food restaurants mm-hmm. and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can see all that shit coming down the future, but there's a there's a lot going on with the edibles and the food. And the other thing that's kind of interesting is they talk about, like, the same way I'm saying, like, the, the weed edibles don't really affect me or hit me like that. You can have a different reaction to, like, CBD edibles. Mm-hmm. So they are different. And it might just be, like, because a lot of people take, you know, that like we said, there's a lot of positive effects to the THC and marijuana as far as, you know, healing certain ailments or, right. you know, uh-huh. uh, nausea and uh, sleeplessness, insomnia, shit like that, that is good for, which CBD you can have, and that's just, you don't get the high effect. So maybe I'm still getting the effects of the CBD or the THC, but I'm just not getting the highness because of the way it's breaking down in my liver and the enzymes. So they kind of break down, like, how that shit is... It's just different when they get into it and they, they're really breaking it down how it works and how your body uh, reacts to it, and it, it can have a lot of different, uh, uh, you know, reactions depending on you know your makeout and all of that. So we need to find a restaurant. I'm with it, man. I want some fucking. Let's I want some fucking marijuana infused. Let's go out uh, on a chicken real Alfredo. Thing. Like I'm trying to get it, get it. Like I want that type of shit. Let's do a real, real, it. a real day where we just go out and find it. We gotta do it, man. Herbal and tea podcast. Do it. And then bring it back to the people to let them and know. And let the y'all experience. know. And let y'all know. Fill y'all in and you get y'all in. So I mean, that's what it is. Now I'm. Sh- I-, I hope you're a little bit more well breathed in mm-hmm. uh, edibles and what an edible is. And you know, have you ever have you ever had an edible? Well, we just talked about you should have had. Of course, edible. I've but had edibles. What? What's like your favorite? Like. Um, my favorite probably has to be the cookies mm-hmm. because um I've had some real good cookies where they use the weed infused oil and yeah man, those I are the best ones when they use the like because it's it just, you could taste it could, but it's not overpowering it's not overpowering it's like a flavor it's just a little bit of a it's like brightness yep 
that that comes with it. And I definitely love those. I like the candies too. Those are the I think those are the first time I actually had the candies. Mm. Now, how long does it take to hit you normally? Like if you eat an edible or you take a bite or you you know you do a sour patch kid, how long does it take to be like, all right, woof, I'm hitting it? About thirty minutes. Okay. Okay. See, that's the that's the metabolism. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it's like, like I don't know. I feel a little something, but it's not. It's not to the point where I'm like, all right, I just hit like mm. two, you know, two hits or whatever. But hey, there you have it. What is the edibles broken down? Broken down. It's your man Earth Tone and your man the real Peasy. And this is the Herbal Tea Podcast, man. We appreciate y'all rocking out with us, and you know, as always, you know how we it. like to end it. On a fucking high note. Motherfucking high note. Light that motherfucker up. Peace, y'all. Stay safe. Left from coast to coast. What is dope? This hope. What is dope? This hope. Sheesh. Wait. Is it lit?